It's time to take a journey through Sig Daddy's mind on Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. Here's Sig Daddy. Hello again, everybody. I'm glad to be with you on another edition of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I hope you like that new intro. I'm Sig Daddy, and today we go over the top, my top five most underutilized stars in WWE today. Before I get to that, this weekend, it's a big weekend in wrestling, it's AEW All Out. Just a few matches to highlight on that show, the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks in an Escalera de la Muerte for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Pac replacing the injured John Moxley against Kenny Omega. Also, Cody versus Sean Spears with Tolly Blanchard in Spears' corner. And the AEW World Championship match crowning the first champion. It'll be Adam Page versus Chris Jericho. I'm really looking forward to that card coming up this weekend. It's going to be an exciting show. I'll have my review up for that on Sunday, sometime that day. Look for that on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and also Spotify. Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. But yes, here's really, really wanted to get to today. The top five most underutilized stars in WWE. I I gave my top five, unlike my top five matches that you must see before you die, this is in a specific order. And I came up with these looking at the internet wrestling database, seeing their match numbers and such, and then just kind of the eye test. How, many, how much do I see them on TV and what kind of potential they could have if they were actually used on television. But without further ado, let's get this started. Number five, Apollo Crews. He's been on TV recently more, but not as as much as he should be. And since April, according to the Internet Wrestling Database, he's only been featured on three pay-per-views. And he's only been used on TV 11 times this year. And he's a really good athlete. I really think he's got a lot of potential. But he's a, he's similar to another person I have on the next spot. He suffers from the same kind of problem. He has problems with the mic. He doesn't have great mic work. Maybe give him a mouthpiece and maybe he'll get moved up a little bit on the card. But I think he's too good of an athlete not to be used consistently on Raw or SmackDown. And on pay-per-view also. So I th- that's why I think about Apollo Crews at number 5. Number four, Shelton Benjamin. If you didn't know it, you probably didn't even realize he was still signed with the company. Since April 2018, has appeared in only a total of 10 TV matches, and those are on Raw and SmackDown. And I also should have prefaced this before I gave a preface before I gave the list, but uh, these don't count. NXT guys do not count in this, this countdown. But yes, Shelton Benjamin, 2018, April of 2018, has only appeared in a total of 10 TV matches, only appeared on four pay-per-views since 2018, three of those, Battle Royals or Royal Rumbles. 
And then he's a former IC tag and U.S. champ. Why is he not being used on TV more often? He could put over the younger guys and such, but it just seems like they have nothing for him to do. They finally had him on TV here recently in like a five-minute match with Chad Gable. And Chad Gable, they, they should be on TV. Both of them should be on TV more often. I just thought Shelton Benjamin hasn't been utilized at all since really... He was with the, he had his tag team with Chad Gable back in 2017, early 2018, and then after that he just kind of disappeared from television, which is which is a crying shame because he's one of the best pure athletes in that that WWE has ever had. Number three, Eric Young. He has appeared on one pay per view main show since his call up back in 2018. And that was in at Super Showdown this year in the Battle Royal. He was on TV consistently from the end of June 2018 to middle July of that year. And really, he's only been on two, four TV matches this year, counting... The, that's counting the two 24-7 championship matches he's had. So in all reality, he's really been on two TV matches all year and has had a legit TV match since before WrestleMania 35. This guy's a former TNA world champ, and he had a very, very long run in the company. He was there for pretty much since day one. And then when he got to NXT, he was in a hot group with Sanity, with Nikki Cross, Killian Dane, and Alexander Wolfe. But ever since that kind of disbanded and such, Eric Young's been doing nothing but probably chasing the 24... He's been doing... He's been chasing the 24-7 champ around, whether it's R-Truth, Elias, or Drake Maverick. That's all he's been doing on TV. And I think he could be much better utilized on TV or he just bring him back down to NXT. I, I just think he, he could be a lot better used. Number two, Asuka. Asuka had a 914 day undefeated streak that was snapped by Charlotte Flair back at WrestleMania 34. It's been all downhill since then, pretty much. Other than one little tiny bit of momentum she got after winning the SmackDown Women's Championship at TLC 2018. But since WrestleMania this year, she's only been booked in six TV matches. You built this person up to be such a star, and now you're just barely using her at all. And those have been mainly in tag matches. And she really hasn't been in a pay-per-view match since Fastlane a pay-per-view main show match since Fastlane where she defeated Mandy Rose to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship, which she only defended really one time. That was the only time she defended that on uh, TV or pay-per-view. And then she proceeded to lose it to Charlotte Flair to kind of shoehorn in Charlotte's SmackDown Women's Championship with Ronda Rousey's Raw Women's Championship into that triple threat at Mania, and Asuka was left off the card again. It's just, a, it's just a crying shame. She's very, very talented in ring and everything. And then she's only defended the title. Yeah, like I said, she only defended the title once, the SmackDown Women's Championship, which she probably should have won at WrestleMania 34, in all honesty. It's just it's just a crying shame. Asuka is, could be so much better used. Really, she should be in the title picture with Bayley right now for the SmackDown Women's Championship because there is hardly anybody in contention other than Charlotte Flair. 
and they haven't built anyone up enough. And they've had her stuck with this tag team with Kyrie Sane, which both of them could be much better used elsewhere in singles competition and give Bailey some kind of legit contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But she's been poorly booked for a while, and she's been underutilized on TV, not used enough. And my number one, this this guy, this just is an interesting case for me. I don't, I've not understood why he's been underutilized and I don't get it. It's EC3. He had a he had an all right run in NXT where he feuded against Velveteen Dream, but then since then he's been called up to the main roster and he's been used on two pay-per-views. And I would even count this really, but the pre-show battle royal at WrestleMania 35 and the battle royal at Super Showdown. That's it. A guy that talented being used on those two in those two matches, and he's not getting even a singles match. And really, you know what he's been relegated to? Like Eric Young and others? Main event, which nobody watches. Or he's chasing the 24-7 champion around. But yeah, he's appeared in only seven TV matches per the Internet Wrestling Database since February this year. Seven TV matches. And if you take the four 24-7 championship matches, and that's in, in a big, big quotes, take those out. He's only been in three TV matches, and two of those were way back in February. The last one he had was an 18-person tag team match on SmackDown back in April. That is just ridiculous. This guy for some reason or another, is not being used on TV and has the immense talent. He leaves WWE and NXT or whatever, comes, goes to Impact Wrestling, makes himself a star, cuts great promos, and wins the TNA World Heavyweight Championship two times, and you're telling me he's had, two, he's had three matches on TV three legit matches on TV since he's been on the main roster. That is inexcusable. I don't know what's going on with him, but he that guy needs to be used more on TV. He is so talented, but WWE has just refused to use him and I don't I really don't know what's going on and it seems to be upsetting him. But I, that's really why I that's really the reason why I think EC3 is the most underutilized guy. The guy. He had so much talent, and it's not been used at all. And he hasn't even really been given a chance to shine. And when he does get his chance, it's in some stupid kind of comedy segment that he shouldn't be involved in. It's just That's just that point blank. There's my top five most underutilized stars in WWE. Some honorable mentions, just to throw them out there, these guys didn't quite make the list, but they could have made it. These guys and gal. Uh, Chad Gable, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Matt Hardy, and Kyrie Sane, among many, many others that are on the roster and are not being utilized more frequently and more consistently. And that's just... It's just kind of sad, I, I think. The EC3, number one, Asuka, two... Eric Young, three, Shelton Benjamin, four, and Apollo Crews at five. Those are the five, I think, that are most underutilized, and definitely EC3 is the most underutilized. 
Coming up later this weekend, as I mentioned earlier, AEW All Out is going on this weekend. I'll have a review up for that sometime Sunday. It's going to be a great show. I'm really looking forward to it, seeing if they can repeat that success of AEW, not AEW, All In from last year. And I'm really excited to see a couple of matches on that show including Pac versus Kenny Omega, of course, Jericho versus Adam Page, and then the latter match between the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers and Cody versus Sean Spears. We'll see if Ty Dill- formerly known as Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears, if he can really put up a good match. He's not had a lot of chances back when he was in WWE. Let's see if he can put on a good one here with Cody on this pay-per-view. Looking for- forward to that show coming up this weekend. I'll have that review up for you sometime on Sunday and Thank you all for listening. If you want to subscribe to my podcast, go find Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean.com. As always, thank you all for listening, and so long, everybody.